Welcome back to the bakery. I am your host, Honky Tonk Bright. And as your chief baker, I'm back with another hot slice. I want to tell you guys another story because I like telling stories. And to do that, I want to start off with a tidbit of information, a little bit of trivia. Some of you may be familiar with the name Robert Louis Stevenson. He's an author or he was an author. And one of the books that he wrote was uh, called The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I read this book or a version of this book when I was probably in fifth grade. And uh, it was a there was a series called Great Illustrated Classics. So they did something of like a summary of the book. It was still uh, a large enough version of the book, but it was kind of like uh, edited and kind of abridged for the sake of of, uh, young readers. And there was usually information in there, either somewhere in the front or in the back that talked about um, the author or the the work of, of literature. So when I read The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, one of the things I found out is that Robert Louis Stevenson had a nightmare. And when he woke up, he started writing. And within about three days or so, he was he had come up with the rough draft of what eventually became The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So as a child, because I had to be 10 or 11, I thought that was an amazing idea. And I thought, you know what? I want to try that. So I would, after that, off and on, attempt to write down what I dreamed about because I had some pretty weird dreams as a a child. Um, And really, nothing ever really came of that from back then, but it was an interesting practice. Um, I recommend trying it just for the sake of seeing what you dream about, seeing if you can compare this dream to that dream. Because if you're anything like me, I'm pretty sure this is a normal thing. You have certain recurring dreams. And so when you can actually write it down and get some details about it, you can see how the last time compares to this time, that sort of thing. Uh, Another tidbit about that, apparently, about Robert Louis Stevenson. He was, at the time, dealing with tuberculosis, and he had been prescribed cocaine to deal with his lung hemorrhaging. So coke might have had something to do with him having the dream about um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which is also interesting because, if I remember correctly, part of the formula that had to do with him uh, creating Mr. Hyde was a large quantity of great white salt. And now I'm wondering if it was really salt, if it was just powder. But anyway, let's fast forward. So because of that, I want to tell you about a dream that I had that I was able to successfully turn into a story and then something completely unrelated that's coincidental. So let's start with a dream. A few years back, I had a dream. This is probably about 2018 that uh, I was at a dive bar and uh, I'm at the dive bar with two of my friends, one of whom is only about a year or a year and a half younger than me. The other one's about who's about 10 years younger than me. And um, so in the dream, we're here at the bar and the one, the younger one, the youngest one is shooting pool while me and the other one are having drinks, Um, you know, just sitting there drinking beer, minding our business. And the young guy is mopping everybody up on the pool table. And what ends up happening is when he's finished and he's decided that he's ready to go, he comes over to us and we're kind of talking about wrapping it up. And a guy comes up who's obviously drunk and he starts off kind of playing nice, talking to the young guy who just beat everybody in pool, saying something to the effect of, oh, you've got some pretty decent pool skills. Uh, But it starts getting obvious that he's hostile. And I think uh, what happens in the dream is that maybe he pushes him. And because of the push, uh, me and the other guy retaliate. Me and the, 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 the two of us who were not involved in the pool, uh, in the pool matches, we retaliate. So um, one swings and hits him on the head with a bottle, and then I swing and hit him with a pool cue, and, and 
The other one swings and hits him with a, with a, with a bar stool, like a wooden bar stool. Turns into a whole classic TV bar fight sort of thing. So all of this happens, and the guy apparently decides he doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to take this route. And so he packs it up and leaves, like unexplained. And we kind of all look at each other like, what happened here? We're confused. Uh, and then the bartender, you know, politely asks us, like, hey, you, you know you guys are cool, but y'all probably should leave. So we leave because we figured there's no point in making this any worse. And we get to the parking lot, and for some strange reason, this guy that we just beat up, um, he's standing behind a police car, a constable car, with the trunk pop. And he pulls out something like a 38 or a 44, some sort of revolver, and he starts shooting at us, and we all scatter. That's the dream I had. Um, so I told my friends about it, um, and <laughs> they found it kind of entertaining. And I hadn't written anything in a little while, so I was curious to see if I could make it happen. So I, well, I didn't put pen to paper. That wouldn't be true. I put fingers to keypad, the, the keyboard, and um, I made something happen with that. And uh, you know, I only exaggerated in little portions. So I mean, I had to come up with what song would have been playing on the radio, um, on the jukebox, and I had to come up with names. So usually when I do these stories, I don't give real names. So um, my character's name is Yellow. Uh, not because of the color, but because uh, because of the term ice. Ice in Spanish is H-I-E-L-O, hielo. But to the untrained English-speaking ear, it just sounds like yellow. So that was the name I went with for myself. Uh, the friend who was closer in age to me, uh, I went with Nino. And that's because in real life, when this friend uh, came with me to visit one of my best friends, uh, he was talking about one of his uh, family members involvement in drug trade in the years past and my best friend casually looked at him and said okay Nino Bright uh, because he wasn't exactly his uh, skin tone wise he uh, probably wouldn't have been appropriate to call him Nino Brown so that was kind of funny and the third guy we usually address him by initials and uh, his first name is a bible name so I really just changed it to a different bible name uh, I gave him the name John and so in the story he's JJ um, so that's how that happened. Um, and all of the other details, the, the majority of the details in the story are pretty much the same as the way it happened in the dream. Uh, and the only thing that I could not realistically fit into the story was I couldn't justify an actual police vehicle, uh, you know, a squad car being parked at the bar with, uh, with this plainclothes guy with the trunk open shooting at us. So uh, the only real difference is that it was a regular car. And I was thinking, if it's possible, I might continue it, you know, maybe throw a part two in there in some kind of way, make it obvious that it, he was a, a police officer. But I never did figure out how to do that. And that was like, I don't know, three, four years ago. But that's that's the story of how a, a dream that I had turned into a story that is now called Sore Loser. Now, separately, I have friends who dabble in music. And uh, just maybe a few weeks ago, uh, one of my friends was on Twitter and he found, uh, he found an old video of himself making a SoundCloud par rap parody. So he retweeted it and he said something like, should I do country now? Um, so when he gets home, he goes on YouTube and he finds a country instrumental and he kind of freestyled on it, just playing around. Um, and when he did that, 
you know, when he said, you know, should I do country? Another one of our friends says, well, if you do it, I'm going to do it. And uh, so the first one, the one who had uh, who had initially made the SoundCloud rap parody, he plays a song and he lays a verse uh, just kind of playing around. The other one who said, I'm going to do it, too. He lays a verse as well. And I mean, this all happens in like an hour. Uh, they pitch in the money so that they can uh, buy the instrumental and license it so they can put it on streaming platforms. And they basically debut it on Twitter. Uh, so what started really as a joke just kind of turned into them creating a song and uploading it. And why that's relevant to this is because the name of the song is Bar Fight. And after having listened to the song, it technically, in my opinion, makes for a perfect soundtrack for Sore Loser. So um, if you're on any streaming platforms, if you're on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Music, anything like that, you might want to check out uh, Bar Fight. Um, and I'll, I'll include all the details for you in the description. Um, and I just I thought that was a very interesting coincidence because I listened to it a couple of times. and I was like, you know what? This sounds like exactly sounds exactly like the dream that I had and the story that I wrote. And it's funny how sometimes great minds can, can think alike without even knowing that they're doing that. So now let's put it on you guys. Uh, have any of you ever had a dream that you figured was story or movie worthy or song worthy? If so, feel free to comment. Um, have any of you just happened to kind of freestyle something that you thought belonged on uh belong up for public consumption a song a verse anything like that because um, uh and the what makes that even funnier is that the way that that song came about didn't seem too dissimilar from the way that Lil Nas X came up with um Old Town Road um not sure how serious he was when he initially debuted it but yeah I mean I'm pretty sure he didn't expect it to turn into what it turned into but either way it's very interesting how that happened my dream my story their song and i figured you guys would be entertained by that story so again as usual you guys know how to reach me we've got at break bread bro on twitter at break bread bro on tiktok we've got break bread brother at gmail.com you have ways to access me up oh, same thing on facebook break bread bro um so audio clips i'll take them comments i'll take them any kind of input i love it you guys got to get in the kitchen with me let's all bake some bread together I will see you guys next time. Maybe we'll talk about something serious. Maybe I'll tell you another story. It all depends. Have fun. Arrivederci.